What do I got here? An Easter basket. And what is in the Easter basket? Candy. Who wants this candy? Who wants this candy now? Parents, do you want the kids to have the candy now? You guys are mean. All right, kids, you can't have the candy now. But listen, listen. Because if you had the candy now, you'd be jacked up on sugar during the whole mass and just running around creating absolute pandemonia. All right? So no, no sugar now. But at the end of the mass, I'll be in the back with Father Mike, and we'll both have an Easter basket, and you can have as much candy as you want. And then get into the car with your parents. It'll be fun. But here's the condition. You have to be good all during the Mass. And at the end of the Mass, your parents will decide if you're good. And if you're good, you'll get the candy. All right? All right. Let me tell you a story. It's a, it's a true story. It's a, it's a story I, lived, I, I learned about when I lived in Rome. And it's a story from, in fact, Italy, a couple hundred years ago at the time of Easter. And it's a sad story, but it's also a beautiful story. And I think that it really speaks to all of us here in a church on Easter morning. So here's how the story goes. A little boy had lost his father during that winter. And now all that was left was mom and the little boy. And understandably so, they were very sad. But it was Easter time. In fact, it was the night before Easter. It was the Easter vigil. And so the, little, the mother says to the boy, you, you go to, to Mass in the village. I, I can't go. I'm too sad and I'm angry at God. So you go. But just remember that you need to bring back the Easter flame to me. See, there was a, a custom during that time for hundreds of years that when people went to the Easter vigil, they snuffed out all of the lights in the house, all the candles, all the lanterns, even the fireplace and the stove, nothing. And then when they went to the Easter vigil, they took their one light from only one flame in the church. They all came into the church dark, just like last night. And they took their one flame from that, a candle, and they lit up the whole church. But then they put it in their lanterns. And they kept the church light the whole Easter vigil mass. And then when they went home, they went home with the lantern. And then from that one light, they would light their candles, their stove, their fireplace, everything. And then they would keep that fireplace or stove lit all year round. And they have light in their house from the Easter flame until the next Easter. And if they traveled and went somewhere, they would take their light from their neighbor and bring it back to their house. So she said, you have to remember to bring the Easter flame back to me. Because I'm sitting here in darkness and in the cold of the house. 
So the boy went off. It was a beautiful mass. And afterwards he comes back. And he's on the way home with a lantern. With the Easter flame in it. But it's windy out. So the boy has to contour his body around the wind. And sometimes he even had to back up because of the wind. So he went extra slow to make sure that the Easter flame did not go out. And then there were some boys that were kids that didn't go to church. And so they saw him, what he was doing, and came up and made fun of him and started bullying him and tried to blow the Easter flame out. But the kid fought them off, not without bumps and bruises, and preserved the Easter flame. And then on his way home, he took a detour to go to the cemetery where his father is buried. And he went right up to the grave and he held the lantern high and he proclaimed, Jesus Christ is risen from the tomb, Daddy. Hallelujah. And then from there, he went home. Now, by the time he got home, his mother was so angry. She says, where have you been? You're so late. I've been sitting here in the cold and in the darkness waiting for you to bring the Easter flame back to me. And she went on like that. And the boy started to cry. And after she stopped yelling, the boy said through his tears, Mom, and he tried to explain, it was windy out. And so I had to go extra slow and guard the flame. And then there was these boys, and they bullied me, and they tried to blow it out, but I wouldn't allow them. I got this black eye. And then, and then, I had to go, I had to go to Dad's grave and let him know that Jesus Christ is risen, that there's reason for him to have hope. As he was saying this then, the mother with tears in her eyes, gets up out of her seat and embraces her son and thanks him. Thanks him for bringing the faith back to her who was sitting in darkness in fear and anger and sadness. That the faith that the mother and father had spent years passing on to their son, the son now gave back to his mother. It's a beautiful story. And isn't this what happens to the disciples? I mean, we hear in today's gospel reading that Peter and John, when they hear about the resurrection, they run to the tomb. And they go in and investigate and they see that Jesus indeed has risen from the tomb. And they're filled with hope. And in another gospel story where the disciples are all in the upper room. And they're locked in fear. And Jesus comes to them. And he says, don't be afraid, peace be with you. And he shows them that he's the resurrected Lord. And all these different encounters with Jesus and his resurrection, what does it produce? 
and increases their faith and their hope. They're no longer overcome by fear and sadness and anger of what has happened to their Lord. In fact, what they end up doing is spending the rest of their lives going out into the world locked in darkness. And they proclaim Jesus Christ is risen from the tomb. And town by town and people by people and nation by nation over the centuries is given faith, hope, and only the love that God can give. And isn't this then what has happened over centuries by centuries? As parents raise up their children and pass on the Easter flame of faith to their children day after day, year after year. And then those kids grow up, not locked in fear and and anger and, and all these other things that the world tries to oppress upon us. But they are people of hope. They are people of faith and of strength and of courage. And they go out into their lives and to their spouses and they have children and they pass on to their neighbors and their friends, to the people in their school and the people that they work. And that's how the faith has grown around the globe and around time. And isn't that why each of us are here today on Easter morning? Here to rekindle our faith to take it from the Easter flame and then to pass it on to our children and to leave this place reinvigorated with God's love, with a vision of who we are and who he's created us to be, full of hope and strength and courage and passing this on then from this day, day after day to our children so we can raise them up Not to sit in the darkness of this world, but to be beacons of light so they might find the right spouses. They might know how to raise their children. They might know what to say to people who are downtrodden. They might know how to bring hope to them. And they might be able to bring the truth to this world, desperate for it. Jesus Christ is risen from the tomb. Thanks be to God that you are here this morning celebrating your Easter faith and willing to pass it on to your children and to everyone that you meet throughout your life. This is why we celebrate Easter. And this is why we're here on Easter morning.